Hello everybody, my name is Rabbi Goldstein and I am really, really, really happy to be with you guys today on your car journey, inside your car with you, right there. In fact, if you even look over your shoulder, you might even see me. No, I'm only joking. I'm actually in the driver's seat. No, that's your mum or your dad. No, I'm not really there. I'm actually in the speakers. Ooh. Can you hear me? Yes, you can, because I'm there on the other side of the speaker. And I'm really happy. I actually don't know where you guys are going today. Maybe you're going to school. Have a lovely day. Maybe you're coming home from school. I hope you had a lovely day. Maybe you are going on a trip on the weekend. Maybe you're going to your grandma and grandpa's house for a Shabbat. I don't know where you are, but I'm there together with you guys. And we are going to have a few minutes of fun together as we speak a little bit about cars. Because I was thinking, do you know what? You're in a car, so maybe we can speak a bit about cars. And I'm sure you are all really interested to know how a car works, because I am as well. I love finding out how things work. And I think we all really like to discover and find out how things work. So I was thinking, we're in a car. Let's speak a little bit about how cars work. And I think something so amazing about cars is how many pieces go in to making a car work. In fact, can we just guess for a few moments how many pieces you think are in every single car? Okay, so let's make a guess how many parts you think go into making every single car. Okay, I'll give you a few more seconds. Three, two, one. Zero. Okay. Well, let's see how you did with your guesses. So, if you guessed that there are 100 parts in your car, you are very, very far off because there are a lot more than that. And if you guessed that there are 1,000 pieces in a car, well, you're still far off because there's a lot more than that. And if you guess that there are 10,000 parts that go into a car, you're still not even close. Because there are actually around 30,000 pieces and parts that go into making every single car. Isn't that just incredible? Now, we'll just speak a little bit about how a car actually works. Now, of course, in order to move you've got to have wheels. So you've got four wheels, or you can sometimes even have like a motorbike has two wheels. You can even have like a tricycle has three wheels. You can have big lorries. Can you see a lorry? Look out the window now. Can you see a lorry? Can you count how many wheels there are? Sometimes you can see a, a lorry that has 18 wheels. That's I think the most, but you can have so many wheels. But anyway, a regular car just has four wheels and that moves. But how do those wheels move? They can't just move all by themselves. There's no one pushing the car along or it doesn't wind up or anything or it's not a remote control car. So how does it actually move? Well, those wheels are moved by what's called the drive chair. Did you get that? No, I didn't either. Well, it's moved by something called the drive train. And that is a like a stick or a rod 
that goes all the way underneath the car and it connects to the wheels and that rod is spinning really, really fast. And as that spins, it makes the wheels spin. But the question is, how did the drivetrain start spinning? Where did that come from? And the answer is, we have to go all the way to the front of the car, underneath the bonnet. I don't know if you've ever seen a bonnet be opened, but you know, just like your boot can open, you can actually open the bonnet as well, the front of your car. And inside there, there's something called the engine. And that is what makes everything move. Inside the engine, there are different compartments that have tubes that go in. And the tubes carry the petrol into the engine. You know, petrol, like you fill up at a petrol station. It doesn't just sit in the car doing nothing. That is what makes it go. Because the petrol is what's called flammable, which means that it can burn. It can, it can go in on fire. So inside the engine, there's actually a fire. And when the petrol comes into the engine, it starts burning and it actually starts making like explosions, little mini explosions, like, but really, 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 really fast. And every time it explodes, the gas from that explosion pushes on something called a piston. And when that piston gets pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed, that's what makes the drive train spin which makes the wheels spin. But the question is, how did the engine come on fire? You can't just have an engine that is on fire from anything. How did the fire start? And the answer to that question is that there is something called a spark plug inside the engine. You know, when you put the keys in the car, or you're, not you, but your mummy or your daddy or whoever's driving the car. I don't know if maybe one of you has an older sister or brother, a very older sister or brother, or an uncle or an aunt or someone. But when you put the keys in the car, you know, it makes a noise. And the noise is like, before the engine starts, it makes a that noise. That noise right there is the spark plugs, which are starting to spark and spark and spark, which try to make the fire. And eventually, it makes the fire, and then it pushes. It makes the explosions, which pushes the drivetrain, which make the wheels go round. But the question is, how did you make the spark? Where did that come from? And the answer is that also inside your just next to your engine, under the bonnet, there's a big battery. Not like a AAA battery. Bigger than that. Not like a AA, an AA battery. Even bigger than that. It's like, it's like the size of like a lunchbox. Bigger. Like probably two lunchboxes. It's that big. A huge battery. And that is what makes the spark plug spark. Which what makes the petrol in the engine burn and explode, which is what pushes the pistons, which is what makes the drivetrain spin, which is what makes the wheels spin, which is what makes your car move. Isn't that incredible? 30,000 different pieces that go into making your car move. Now imagine for one moment, if one of those pieces didn't work, then your car wouldn't work either. That's what sometimes happens. I don't know if you've ever broken down or something, but that's what happens, or if the car ever needs to be fixed. Because even if one piece isn't working properly, 
then it could ruin the whole car. Do you know what else has a lot of different parts to it? Your body. Our bodies. My body. Everyone lift up your fingers and move them around and wiggle them around and open and close your eyes and blink, 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 blink and stretch around and say, hooray! Isn't it amazing how your body is working? So many different parts, not just 30,000. Way, way, way more parts because every single part of skin has millions and millions of cells. And if one of those little bits wasn't working properly, that's what happens when we get sick, when we get ill, when we're not feeling well, or when we're feeling tired, or when we're feeling unwell. It's because one of those things are not working properly. But isn't it just a miracle? And isn't it just an amazing reason to say hooray when everything is working properly? Wow. We have so, so much that we have to be thankful for, that we can be thankful for, to Hashem, for making our bodies always work so perfectly. That was a little message brought to you guys by Rabbi Goldstein this morning, or this afternoon, or this evening, or this weekend, or whenever it is that you're in your car, about how amazing cars are, how they work, but even more importantly, how amazing it is that our bodies work the way they do. Have a lovely day. Bye-bye.